Benny and Omar by Owen Colfer Read by Tom Farley Benny Shaw was built like a ferret, or so Father Barty liked to tell everybody. Short and skinny, with bandy legs you could roll a basketball through. At this moment, his brow was wrinkled in concentration. The goalposts looked like there was half an inch between them, and there was a whole shower of grunting, hairy fullbacks just itching for him to make a mess of the shot in the county hurling final, St. Jerome's of Wexford facing the Christian Brothers of Wexford. They were already in injury time. Over the bar for a point would square it. No need to risk losing everything by going for a goal. Even at that, it was a knacky shot. A sideline, ten yards out. You'd have to really get under a ball to lift it at this range. Benny stooped low and sliced his hurley beneath the small leather ball. A sweet shot. The slither arced high, loaded with backspin, buzzing above the defenders. The trajectory looked off, but there was a bend on it, dragging the slither across the goal. Too late the keeper realised the danger. The bullet had already gone past. A goal! St. Jerome's were two points ahead. The park erupted. Parents danced on the benches. Schoolboys howled derision at the opposite stand. As Father Barty often said, It's not the winning that matters. It's baiting the other chap. Benny wore the medal as he ran home. The kiddies were on the path playing curbsy. George, his little brother, was being cute. His favourite trick. Benny scowled. Nine was too old for cute. Ma had him this way. Jessica Shaw's little actor. George actually cared about clothes and acting and pictures. Mother's looking for you, his brother shouted. Benny grunted. Imagine calling your ma mother. It felt wrong, like when you crammed a whole digestive into your gob. That was Jessica Shaw, always different. There was the whole name thing, for example. George and Bernard Shaw, after some old fella who wrote plays. And she always called him Bernard, except when she was annoyed. Then it was, Benny, in tones that would freeze Mercury. Benny hopped up on the wall. There was a side door, gloss green with a cracked centre. Benny let fly. The schlitter sped to its target, knocking off more paint. But the latch held. This one was surviving longer than the others. Possibly Da had rigged it, just to annoy him. Pat Shaw appeared at the porch. He gave Benny the obligatory glare for whacking the door, but he couldn't hold it. Well? Benny raised his medal. Good man. The Shaws came together, grinning like Egypt's. Pat chanced to hug, throwing an arm around his boy. It was more like a headlock, but Benny got the idea. So how come you're home, Da? His father's humour faded. Well, Benny, we have to talk. It's important. I never touched him. No, no, I wish that was all. Let's show your mother this medal. Following his dad into the kitchen, Benny lobbed his kit into the black hole underneath the stairs. Jessica Shaw wore a lot of masks. Two silver ones on a pendant, a couple more on earrings, and a gold brooch. She collected them. Apparently the smiley chap and frowning lad represented the yin and yang of the dramatic arts. Benny had made the blunder of asking about that once. Jessica had given him a fifteen-minute lecture contrasting some characters called Falstaff and Ophelia. You won your little game, gushed his mother. That's wonderful, darling. What a lovely medal. That'll give you something to remember. What did she mean, remember? What's the story, Da? His father put both hands on Jessica's shoulders. A united front was being presented. Let's wait until your brother gets here. A terrible thought occurred to Benny. His granddad all right? What? Of course. No, no, Bernard, it's nothing like that. Uh, be patient, darling. Here's Georgie now. George was, of course, immaculately dressed. 
Sometimes Benny found it difficult to both sneer at his brother's clothes and feel envy at the same time. It took real effort. Father has some wonderful news for us all, darlings. Pat Shaw took up the narrative. You boys know we've been having cutbacks at work, people being let go. Well, I've been offered a promotion. Shift supervisor. It means moving, Benny blanched. Tell me it's not Kilkenny. I couldn't play with the Kilkenny cats. A bit further afield. Oh no, it's Kerry, isn't it? Sure, they don't even know how to play hurling there. Jessica would have scowled if that didn't give you wrinkles. No, Bernard. This whole ordeal doesn't revolve around your proximity to a hurling pitch. Benny didn't care about wrinkles. He scowled. My job will be to train the locals, continued Da. Where, Da? Tunisia. Even George was speechless. Tunisia? Isn't that wonderful?